up, guys? Welcome to my first podcast episode ever, which is awesome and amazing and exhilarating. Glory be to God alone. Of course, I want to introduce myself first. My name is Andrew Escobedo, and of course, the title or name of my podcast is Reformed Fide. And I think it's kind of foundational for me to describe what that means because it holds significant importance to me, and I hope that it does to you too. And it's sort of a laying the groundworks of, of this podcast and what I'll be doing here. So the word reformed, what does it mean to be reformed in your doctrine, in your theology? What does it mean to be a reformed Christian? Well, honestly, I really just like to summarize it by saying a reformed Christian is just a biblical Christian because somebody who is reformed in their doctrine understands that scripture is the highest authority and we believe that based upon 2 Timothy 3.16 which says that all scripture is theanousos, that Greek word breathed out by God or God breathed and because scripture possesses that unique property, that unique nature as being theanoustos or breathed out by God, it is infallible, inerrant. The most important word that most people miss out is the word sufficient. It is the sole or only infallible rule of faith for the church. And it is the only thing, the scriptures are the only thing that is in the possession of the church that is infallible. Because of its nature as being breathed out by God. Because it possesses that unique nature as theanustas. God breathed. And so scripture alone is the infallible rule of faith for the church. And it is the only thing in our possession that carries the authority of God himself behind it. Because he is the one who inspired it. And he... Peter says, moved men along by the Holy Spirit. He carried them along and holy men spoke from God. And so in the scriptures, we have the very words of God. And because it is the word of God and only the scriptures are the word of God, it's infallible. They are all sufficient for all of our doctrine, practice, and faith. So to be reformed essentially means that all that you believe, all of your traditions, creeds, confessions, all of that good stuff and useful tools, they're important, but yes, they're subject to the higher authority of Scripture. They're subject to the correction of Scripture because all of our doctrine is to be rooted and find its origin in Scripture because Scripture is the final authority. And so I hope that that's easy to understand. To sum it up, because scripture is the word of God, all that we believe, all of our doctrines, all of our teachings, all that we believe is to be rooted there. And if it's not, it's to be dismissed and not entirely dismissed. If it finds coherence with scripture, maybe, but scripture is the ultimate authority and all that you believe is to be subject to the correction of the highest authority. That is the word of the living God himself. So that's what essentially what it essentially means to be reformed. It means to be biblical because you want to base all that you believe in the scriptures and you want to base your life therein. 
You want to live your life to the glory of God as you are instructed to by the word of God. And so that's essentially what it means to be reformed. It means that you want to find the basis for all that you believe in the word of God and all of your practice, all that you do is to also find its basis in the word of God. So that's essentially what it means to be reformed. And of course, there's other foundational doctrines, but sola scriptura, scripture alone, is, I say, the most foundational doctrine of the Reformation. And so, now I can move on to the next word, fide. That's the Latin word, it means faith, reformed faith. So, essentially, all I'm going to be talking about, or not all, but the majority of what I'm going to be talking about is it's just biblical faith, reformed the reformed faith. And I want to talk about other things, other issues, uh, such as abortion, things like that. But I want to do that biblically. I want to approach these issues in our culture and society. I want to approach them biblically. So that's essentially my goal here. It's to give glory to God as I honor his word and sanctify Christ as Lord in my heart as 2 Peter 3.15 instructs me to by honoring God's word and giving it the preeminence and, and honor that it is worthy to receive because it is the word of God. It does possess that unique nature as Theonustos. So it's to receive preeminence. So now I want to talk about sort of uh, a little bit more of what I want to do here. I eventually want to talk to folks of other faiths, um, or maybe not even other faiths. I want to talk to people that are Christians. I want to talk to some of my brothers and sisters in Christ here. And so if you're interested in that, please let me know. I'd love to have you here. But I'd also love to, to talk to some folks who maybe disagree with me uh, on certain issues. And we can lovingly... Uh, discuss these issues for the edification of our hearers and we'll do so in a loving and gentle manner. I don't know if I'll ever do any debates on here. I don't think I'm ready to debate. I'm I'm only 18 years old, guys, and I've only been converted for about a year. Um, but glory be to God. I can also talk about that now since, of course, this is my first episode. Uh, well, I've been reading my Bible for and going to church for maybe two years. But... For the longest time, for for a whole year, it felt like forever to me, I was just the most pharisaical legalist you could ever picture. I was just such a little legalist and so consumed with that word obedience that the, the, the inward reality and possession of holiness was not my concern. It was just looking like it. That was my priority. And I never really understood the gospel of God's free grace. I always felt like I was trying to earn something from God and achieve my salvation and sort of work my way up there. Even though I somewhat understood that salvation was a free gift, I thought that God's grace wasn't sufficient and that I needed to contribute a little bit of extra step, a little bit of extra steps. I can't speak a little bit of extra steps, a little bit of prayer, a little bit of good works, a little bit of me and mostly God. That was my position, and of course that's unbiblical, but glory be to God that he convicted me of my sin and he revealed to me my own inability to save myself through obedience and law-keeping and prayers and or my own wisdom or my own strength. 
as I was reading in the book of Romans, God revealed to me through his word my own inability to save myself, my own insufficiency, my lack of conformity to his will was disgraceful. And I recognized that. I recognized that I was a lawless, lawbreaker, wrath-deserving sinner. And only in Christ do I have salvation. Not because, you know, I exercise faith of my own will or volition. No, even my faith is a gift from God. It's not something that I produced in my own strength. Something that I did in and of myself. No, it's a gift from God. And I want to talk about that too, a later discussion on that, on this podcast as well. Because it's so foundational to understand that when we have faith... We have been granted the gift of faith and repentance. And that's not something that is produced in our own strength. It's a gift from God. And the scriptures clearly communicate that in places like Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. And even Philippians. It's, it's all over the scriptures. Our faith is a gift from God. And I think I'm kind of uh, belaboring the point. But God opened my eyes as I was reading the book of Romans. And he helped me see the beauty and the majesty of the gospel of Christ, the free gift of God's salvation through the perfect work of his son on behalf of believing sinners. And of course, those who are believing are those who were chosen before the foundation of the world, as it says in Ephesians. And so that's just a little bit about kind of how I was very legalistic, very outward in my obedience, not much of the inward reality faith more like just a profession more like just wanting to be recognized and noticed by men with long prayers and by doing good works in front of everybody else but inwardly i was full of depravity and wickedness and robbery and selfish ambition and greedy idolatry but glory be to god that through the book of romans god saved me and I can say with confidence that it truly is the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes. And the gospel, that's where it is. The power of God is in the gospel. It's a, it's a wonderful thing that by faith we can be regarded and declared righteous. Not because we actually are righteous, but because Christ was righteous and perfect and holy and blameless and undefiled in every way on our behalf. That's a beautiful thing. And that he, of course, died in our place. And I want to exalt him on this podcast. The goal is to give him glory. To sanctify him as Lord in my heart. And, of course, I can... My goal also is, of course, to help you sanctify Christ as Lord in your heart. That you would give him glory in the preeminence with the totality of your life. That you would truly seek to honor him with every molecule that forms your being. And so... I think that's about it for this podcast. I just kind of wanted to introduce myself, the podcast, and what I'll be doing. You guys can message me on Instagram. It's just jesus.crucified and give me ideas about what kind of episodes to make. I'm sorry if you guys heard that. Someone's honking outside. But I, I want I a little bit of help, a little bit of tips, a little bit of suggestions, and of course... I'd love to to do these things for you guys and to provide you with this Christ-exalting biblical content. And trust me, I'll do my homework before I speak on these issues or topics or subjects or whatever they may be because we are to study the scriptures and present ourselves to prove to God as workmen who do not need to be ashamed, who accurately handle his word of truth. And so 
that's what I'll seek to do here. And it truly was wonderful. I enjoyed this time. And I hope that you guys did too. And hopefully I talk to y'all soon. And I love you guys. Continue to sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts. Give him the glory, the honor, and all the praise. I promise you that he's worthy. He died for you. He rose for you. He lived, died, and rose for you. It's time for you to die to, die to self and live for him. And all that you do, give him glory. He's worthy. Oh, 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 oh,